Undeniable Johnny Goldsmith, J.U. Wrestle Talk, and TWG1991 require your undivided attention for however long this takes. Welcome to Snapbacks and Beards. Your discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode 25 of the Snapbacks and Beards podcast as we reach another milestone. And over the weekend, there was a personal milestone for the Snapbacks and Beards boys that was uh, that was reached. But before we get into that, as always, I am that wrestling guy, TWG1991, joined by my wonderful co-hosts that I have now met in person, um, J.E. WrestleTalk. Jay, how are we doing? Um, very good. My voice is just about coming back. And uh, yeah, as you say, we're, we're all real. We're not trying to impersonate <laughs> someone to get them in the back of a van. So we're all real. <laughs> uh, brilliant. And uh, and the undeniable Johnny Goldsmith, who is real. He takes his time to get places, but he is real. How are we doing, Sam? <laughs> uh, I've uh, been better, Stu, to be honest. Um, but, uh, here. And of course, like the highlight of the weekend was getting to meet you guys finally um Absolutely. one of the highlights should have been something else but it never <laughs> happened so um yeah but you know i got to meet you guys and i obviously watched it with you Stu. so yeah um, you know that wasn't a bad it, second place to be in there was it i suppose you could and i did get to meet the master himself chad gable so we're uh we're good yeah <laughs> superb so as always after a premium live event as they're now known, we have got our recap show where we discuss what happened and we go over the predictions that the three of us made over last week's show that they weren't as successful as we have been previously. So um, let's get into it. We'll start with we included because Friday night Smackdown was on, obviously, before Money in the Bank. We included the two championship matches that we had for that. So starting off with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens versus Pretty Deadly. We all went for Sami and KO in this one. And it's, you know, a good thing that we decided to keep this in for our scores because we didn't do too well in, like, in many other matches. But <laughs> Jay, what did you make of this match? Um, does, does this mean that you're now going to stop saying yes, boys? Because um, uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> um yeah, I mean, uh, as go-home shows go, I mean, they, they try and chuck some sort of exciting things in there, like a, a couple of title matches, but you're not really ever expecting them to do anything on those shows, more the the um, the actual premium live events themselves. This tag match, it was, it was fairly decent. Um, I quite like Pretty Deadly's tactics of, like, sort of, like, hide it, hiding one of them, hiding one of them underneath the... Uh, apron so you can't see which one it is and then they've made a tag and pull them out and it's the wrong one i mean that's quite cool i guess but uh i was never really in any doubt that sammy and ko were gonna do what they needed to do to get the job done yeah mm -hmm. uh, agreed no i'm the same i do quite like that that spot is something that's a little bit a little bit different. different yeah um johnny i know you said you hadn't had the opportunity to to watch this but how uh mm -hmm. how do you feel about sammy and ko Remaining tag champs, obviously, it's the, the outcome all three of us did predict. I think it had to happen. I was going to ask, did um, did they get a good reception since they're British? Did they British. get yeah. yeah. No, no, yeah. not. I, I wouldn't okay. say it, it, it's one of those where I think the best best way to describe it would be using uh, one of your favourite 
phrases, Johnny, and that the crowd went mild. It was like they didn't get they didn't get a heel reaction of booed out the building, but they didn't get a massive face reaction from being being British. It was just a quite mm. a standard s- standard reaction. It's like a yeah, th- these guys are here. Yeah. Okay. And, but then again, against a, an overly popular KO and Sami Zayn, I suppose it's it might be hard to judge judge reactions. Now, yeah, I mean, it was good uh, that they won. As I said, they've only just won the belts. And I'm not really sure who the uh, competition is for them. There's a lot of good tag teams, but I don't know who looks the natural next team to face them. But, you know, I don't think they should have lost them yet, no. Agreed. What was it you were going to say, Jay? I was going to say Sammy and KO's reception. Now, that was that was something else. That was very, very loud. Very loud. Yeah. So you're you're a guy in the know because you were you were there, so you can uh, give us that that in person feel for uh, for both shows. I can, I can, I can be that guy. <laughs> so as I say, we all three of us went for went for this prediction. So that is a point each so far. Um, now the next match that we that we predicted for for SmackDown was Charlotte Flair versus Oscar, and me and Jay both went for for Oscar. Johnny, you went for Charlotte, and I know you've said before when she's in a title match, it's hard to hard to back against her. Um, yeah. Obviously, ended because Bianca interfered, um, ended up laying both Charlotte and Oscar out. Which uh, this side, and we've said it before, Bianca needs a change. She needed a change up. I think she's slowly getting there. Um, Jay, what are you, what are your what are your thoughts? What are you thinking on this? I mean, I liked the fact that Bianca was in, she had like a pink outfit sort of thing on, but it's her out and it had like bits of black on it. Like, yeah, she, like she's starting to get darker, um, <clears throat> which I quite liked. Again, the match itself was almost like your sort of your, your standard your standard match like there's not really anything to to write home about it as as so to speak um yeah i thought that oscar would pertain i mean if um bianca had hit charlotte first then technically johnny could have an argument that charlotte won the match because she got hit first yeah but um she did hit oscar first so i guess technically oscar wins the match but um yeah it was it was again it was a it was a fine it was a fine match yeah yeah and what was the in the in the building what were the reactions for all three of them like um so not really anything for bianca um cuz she was she was already there so she yeah. didn't like come out or anything she was already at ringside um she was actually in the crowd wasn't she just yeah. Uh, yeah, just yeah. behind the barricade um Charlotte got a fairly decent outcome. Obviously, Oscar gets like the initial cheers, but then I think people rather like listen to her music. It's not something you can sing along to or, or woe to or, or anything like that. So um, once she's had the initial cheer, it kind of sort of dies down a bit as well. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Johnny, again, I know you haven't haven't seen the the match it's, mm. itself, but where do we go from here? What do you see happening? Triple track match at SummerSlam. Seems to be the logical choice, and obviously we'll talk about the women's money in the bank ladder match later on. The result of that triple threat match could result in something happening there. As we know, Charlotte did did lose technically, but 
of course, the most pathetic way to lose possible. Like, as they're not going to let Charlotte lose cleanly, they have to have it done in such a way where, uh, you know, she didn't, didn't, she yeah. looked, didn't look weak, really, you know. But I guess the triple threat match has to be the logical answer. You know? Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd agree to that. Yeah. And I'd say, obviously, we'll, we'll have a SummerSlam prediction show and we'll talk about SummerSlam much more in the other time, but will that be a case of if Charlotte isn't winning that match, she's not taking the pin either. If you add an extra person in, it protects her to, to not win and not look, not take the pin. I, I would be my guess if they go down that route, but you, you never know. You never I mean, know. I'd, I'd probably agree to that. Uh, there was a, a height where there was a women's triple threat main event match at Mania, wasn't there? And she didn't even take the pin then. Yeah. So, yeah. Same as NXT mm -hmm. when she lost that title. She didn't yes. take the she didn't take the pin. Or not yeah, uh, yeah, she didn't yeah. And she didn't take the pin there. So yeah, there are ways ways around it, aren't there? All uh, hail the queen. All hail uh, the queen. Yeah, of course. Well, I'll, 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 I'll hail her here because she got me an extra point by not winning. Mm. So that'll um so then we uh we move on to Money in the Bank itself. And again, Jay will uh, lean on you for what the atmosphere was like for certain points um now they opened with the men's money in the bank match and we were we were all wrong on our predictions um i i don't know if i want to say surprisingly all wrong or not because we did say last week that if you know if damian priest was to win none of us would be tremendously disappointed but he did feel like a very rank outsider compared to obviously Logan or or LA Knight. But Johnny, obviously we sat and watched this together. What did you what did you think of the match? Enjoyable match. Um the ending was a bit lackluster, and that's not just because LA Knight didn't win. Um I just feel like the way they did it, I wasn't so keen on. Um but LA Knight obviously came second place, but Damien Priest, as I always said. I'd be all right with that happening. And if you look at this last year, who's been the biggest workhorse in WWE, I mean, Damien Priest has to be in that conversation. And I think that is something which he deserves to have. It also kind of shows that WWE have a plan in mind and they're just going to ignore fans because if you want to go by fan reaction, you saw what was happening as he climbed that ladder. Like, yeah. the bar we were in was going insane for him. Like, LA and I should have won that match based on crowd popularity but obviously storyline wise it must have something planned for Damien Priest and I'm fine with him winning. Logan Paul didn't win either which is another nice one to see. I did notice he had uh, KSI give him a drink of uh, Prime at one point that was quite fun to watch that little spot yeah. there Yeah. Um, and you know he is such a good pantomime villain. Everyone proper gave him a horrible reaction <laughs> and he just does that so well, give him credit but um, yeah. Obviously, I was sticking with my heart, and my head says Damien Priest is the right answer. So, uh, Jay, what about yourself? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, again, uh, just to sort of uh, mirror Johnny's words, it was a yeah, it was a, a very entertaining, great opening match. Um, the the crowd for LA Night was deafening; like you couldn't. Yeah. I think I think I watched it back on. Um, TV and I think Michael Cole even says to Wade, he's like, I can't, I can't hear you. Like I'll have to, I have to talk to you in a minute sort of thing. <laughs> um, 
yeah, Logan Paul. Uh, LA Knight was my choice, uh, who I wanted to win. Um, I probably would have said Logan Paul above Damian Priest. But um, in the grand scheme of things, I think I got out of the whole night like three out of seven. And I don't mind that because actually I was surprised by a lot of things that happened. And that's almost better than predicting it and just getting all your predictions right because then it, it is predictable. Mm. Um, the Logan Ricochet spot with the tables yeah. was all it was it was dodgy but it could have been a lot worse i think they i think logan took the brunt of it more i think didn't he, he yeah went, he went head first straight through didn't he yeah mm. i've seen he's posted on social media quite a quite a nasty cut he's got on sort of the top back top yeah. part of his shoulder that's that's yeah obviously from part of the table i would i i would predict obviously we we spoke about it um earlier didn't we that I mean, yeah, fair play. Ricochet has attempted to to protect Logan Paul in that instant and has done enough. But like we said, they could have just reset on the top rope before before doing it and and getting it getting it spot on. Um, it, it shouldn't have got to that the situation that it that it kind of got to. But again, I mean, fair play, and we've said this about. Um, Bad Bunny, when he's been in matches before with 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 Damian Priest, Logan Paul took plenty of plenty of shots, was involved in plenty of spots. It wasn't like he was there to sort of hide away and shy away in the in the corner. He he was fully involved in in a lot of things, um, and I would have to agree with with but with what both of you have said about you know about the winner and 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 stuff. And I think it's sometimes we we have to say with wwe because of as fans we all say the same thing don't we around you know having a plan and having a story and and things like that and actually if they've got something in mind for for la night i don't mind so much that maybe he hasn't got the got the briefcase um mm. and actually i suppose again if if we look at look at storyline and the bodies of work for the last six months for example damien priest does make more sense to to be to be in the spot that of of challenging for a title um, absolutely you know uh, um but yeah what would you say jay i was just gonna say initially because as i say i was back in la night and initially when damien priest won i love damien priest i sat there and i was like fuck you priest like <laughs> you, no that like, i'm not calling yeah. this and then Sort of like five, 10, 15 minutes passed. I was like, actually, that's when I messaged you boys straight on the, and I was like, Seth's not leaving, champion. <laughs> I was convinced at yeah, that moment. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I'm not, I'm not, now I've sat and thought about it, I'm not mad at it at all. And it could make for quite an entertaining story. And they said, um, I don't know if you boys caught it, but on the press conference, if he manages to do it, he'd be the first Puerto Rican world champion since Pedro Morales, which is uh, quite yeah. a, quite yeah. an achievement. Yeah, yeah, and like I say, it's, it's one of those we we sometimes criticise WWE for making sort of knee jerk reactions to to certain things, and I'm not saying that LA Knight winning the briefcase would be a, a knee jerk reaction because of his his crowd crowd reactions, but you know he, he's probably not been in you know at a certain level not a certain level i suppose as as where damien priest has has been at in terms of storyline 
Why? I guess I would argue against that in the sense of, I think, in a way, it would be a knee-jerk reaction, because LA Knight's reaction's been getting massive in the last, you know, since he was left out of WrestleMania, the reaction's been yeah. getting massive. Yeah. And, you know, he's been on one pay-per-view since uh, this year, you know? So for him to then win Money in the Bank as much as I would love it, I yeah. guess it's just Damien Priest would, you know, have this opportunity to become world champion taken away from him when he's worked very, very hard to get where he is. I have faith that LA Knight will have no problem with uh, going forward. I don't think he'll start to die down or anything. I think it'll continue, and I'm no, I'll keep it going. Um, but I think Damien Priest, yeah, it's difficult to argue against him when he's yeah. really, really put in such an effort. And for anyone to say that, oh, these guys are too old, they're both the same age. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. LA Knight, it'll be fine. He'll have a match with Logan at SummerSlam probably, and that'll get him more notice. And you know, it'll be all right. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I would, uh, I would agree. But yeah, as we say, both of us, or all three of us, should I say, were were wrong in our predictions for um for this one, and that's a that's a common theme as we uh as we move to the next match, which was the women's tag team tag team match. Um, Jay, what were you? Uh, what are your thoughts on this one? Well, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> um, I don't know as well. So when they walked out into the ring, they both look visibly annoyed. I don't know if they've been told that that's going to happen with very little notice. Yeah. Um, maybe, I don't know, like 20 minutes, half an hour before. This, the, we've changed it. This is what's going to happen. We're going to pull the trigger, make another shock in the UK. Um, yeah. Shayna Baszler making Ronda Rousey look like a little bitch. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm happy that Liv and Raquel have got the belts. I'd probably rather them have them. Um, what? Shayna's too good for a tag team. She should have been WWE Women's Champion by now. Yeah. Um, it's a shame she hasn't. I think there's probably going to be a match between Ronda and Shayna at SummerSlam. Um, yeah, uh, not really much more I can say on it other than I'm happy Liv and I would rather they had the belts. Uh, and I was going to say something else, but now I've forgotten. Oh, I was quite... I was a bit disinterested in this match. This match seemed a bit flat at the time, and that that was the a lot of the crowd reaction as well. That I didn't know that Shayna had attacked Ronda until I heard the pop of the yeah. <gasps> sort of thing, um, and then obviously I did catch it and watched it from there on out. But yeah, um, the match itself it was it was fairly decent, um, and yeah, I would I would say the right people won, even though I predicted the others because I thought it was a dead set until. Until something I didn't expect to happen happened. I so I, th I think, and and you know, people may have may come back at us for this, but I'm I want to say when we did the predictions, the the phrase "if we could bet on one match's outcome" that we were so sure on, it, it was this one that, that Ronda and Shayna were gonna um gonna retain, and I was, I think both myself and and Johnny watching it were, were a little bit like you, Jay. Actually, I just i might have been replying to you in the chat or i might have been doing something and i just looked up 
just as Shane had hit hit Ronda. Um, and but I wouldn't have known like that that happened unless I just just kind of caught it. It's kind of come mm. out of come out of nowhere a little bit. Um, I don't know if, and, and I'm sure we'll talk about this idea more and more over the next coming few weeks. But are WWE trying to set up some what they see as sort of big money matches or big eyes on matches for SummerSlam? Obviously, being at the start of August, and we know that there's another event happening in August that they they're trying to out compete potentially in terms of views for 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 live events. I, I I don't know. I just don't know if they then think, oh, if they're you know, imagine announcing a fight pit match between Ronda and Shayna at SummerSlam. Like I'd, as much as I'm not that interested in Ronda, I would be interested in watching that. That, that, I mean, would draw, that would draw me in. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I think that they could be doing that because of an event that happens later on in that month. But I also feel like an event that happens on later in that month has forced WWE's hand to do yeah. something else that we'll uh, we'll get into <laughs> a bit later <laughs> on. Absolutely. Um, Johnny, anything Fight else pit, to, to add on this? Yeah. Well, the fake pit was exactly what I was going to say as well. Pun very much intended, WWE will go all in with this show. <laughs> they, and they have to at this point because they know there's competition. They can pretend that they don't exist all the once, but they know that, like, especially in the UK, selling out 60,000, 75,000, I think it is now. And they could have done that with money in the bank, no problem, but they didn't. And they look kind of stupid, actually. So now yeah. they realize that um, they're going to have to do something to be the talking point. And I guess. If Roman loses his title anytime soon, then you know why they're doing it. Um, but that match, yeah, I guess that was the big shock they were talking about. Maybe they said there was a shock expected for uh, yeah. Money in the Bank. Maybe that one was it. No real explanation as to why she just randomly attacked them. They didn't lose or anything. I'm sure we'll find out. But we know the Vince Man doesn't like tag teams, so that's probably something else that played into it. Um, but yeah, a fight pit match. I thought that would happen at WrestleMania. I didn't think it would happen this soon, but I guess maybe they've changed plans slightly to uh, accommodate the fact there's a, an event here soon. But yeah. also at the sorry, I was just going to say at the point of the attack, weren't they like weren't they winning? Yeah, they were literally yeah, about, probably about to win. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, yeah. Don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't make doesn't make the most sense. But yeah, I'm sure we will get a. An explanation at, at some point, but as I, I say, still will say that I think that was the wrong decision in terms of who won because I just feel like legitimacy for that tag team championships that was the chance to rebuild really that, and um, well, they've just got rid of it, so yeah. I don't really no, know where to go from there with the tag team championships. It was quite yeah. a short reign as well, wasn't it? Really, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. well, consider we... I'm, I'm, I'm wondering again, and I, it seems weird because I think that one of the 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 better if that's the right turn of phrase reasons for having Ronda as part of the you know undisputed women's tag titles or whatever would be to put her on NXT and get some get some exposure for that. Um, I'm wondering if she's just gone. I, I don't really want to do that. Yeah, like, and mm. you know, but uh, that that's why they've done. That's why they've gone for gone for that. But I, I don't know. It's, it does seem very early to be pulling that trigger. 
also, I feel like Alba Fire and Isla Dawn have been done really dirty here because Absolutely. they could they could have they mm. could have held onto those belts for another couple of weeks and unified them with Liv and Raquel. Like, yeah. what was the need for? Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah, I've I've only just thought about that, but yeah, actually, they've been done quite dirty there. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely agree. Um, cool. So, as I say, we all got that wrong because we were all dead certain that Ronda and Shayna wouldn't lose. But what do we know? Um, next, we had the the impromptu. Well, it wasn't impromptu. We knew it was coming, but we only found out a little bit later. So, I don't know if we did fully throw it into our um prediction show but we had gunther versus riddle i know that we would have all picked riddle anyway uh no we wouldn't have done we wouldn't have all picked riddle that's actually not what we would have done we all would have picked gunther anyway um this match did what it needed to do i think the, the there were two parts of this match that i thought were absolutely incredible one of them was before the match even begun and that was Ludwig Kaiser again catching Gunther's coat, which is just the best entrance ever. It's just brilliant. And I was in, I was nearly in tears in laughter uh, watching this when Gunther started chopping Riddle's foot. Like I just thought it was fantastic. I just, uh, <laughs> it just really made me laugh. Really, but, but it really, really made me laugh. But really made sense at the same time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. It, did what it needed to do for, for me uh johnny what did you know what did you think of this one uh, yeah standards going to demolition really you know this uh, the creativity of that little spot with the ankles that was good um because i think gunter's matches have become very samey in the sense of you know what's coming chops 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 and then some submission moves you know you made riddle tap out which i think was probably quite a big deal because yeah. what riddle being a submission specialist doesn't tap out very often so i think there's something that something to be said about that as well um but he needed to find a creative way to end the match and that certainly fit that bill so it was good to see yeah uh something i've noticed about gunter quickly is um i don't know does he have like a finishing move because he seems to win matches with different moves every time yeah. that's what i'm noticing about him yeah I, I mean i've i remember back i think it was still when he was on nxt i i think he beat tomaso champa with a chop um he won I think he beat Pete Dunn with like the with like a power bomb maneuver. Yeah, I, I, I'm not quite sure what he what he actually uses as a as a proper sort of finisher. But he's mm. one of those guys that can make a a chop look look fairly legitimate way to end the and end a match. Yeah. He's um he's beaten people recently with a lariat as well, hasn't he? Yeah. Just, uh, yes. Um. Yeah. yeah. And I, I I think it is that power bomb because I think they call it the last symphony, don't they? I think yeah. that's what it, I oh, think. Right, yeah. So I, I think that is, or maybe that's just a signature. Maybe he, look, yeah. you're right. Maybe he doesn't have a finisher. Um, yeah, the match itself is always enjoyable watching watching a Gunther match. Um, I'm starting to get behind Riddle a bit more now. He's not shoved down our throats every week, and it's not. Hey, Randy. Um, <laughs> that was that's a terrible impression. What's coming soon is Hey, Randy. Why did you RKO me? <laughs> um, that's what's coming soon. Uh, yeah, um, I liked the the chopping of the feet as well, and uh, I liked the chopping of the feet just before as well when Gunther got visibly annoyed that he couldn't take the uh, the bandage off Riddle's yeah. foot, so he was just like, "All right, I'll start chopping you instead." <laughs> yeah. Um, 
the thing about Gunther is that he's not frightened to take moves. He's like, oh, you want to do a floating break? Okay, cool. I'll take that. Like, mm-hmm. and he's an absolute unit of a human being. Um, and yeah, just to uh, touch on what you said, like Ludwig Kaiser is amazing on the mic. Um, <laughs> just that whole entrance. You can't quite hear it on TV, but everyone did it along with him. Oh, okay. Um, but you okay. couldn't, you couldn't hear it as well. Um, but yeah, very, very enjoyable match. Nice. Um, and then we got the. I'm, I'm going to call. I'm going to say we got the big return of Drew McIntyre. Um, obviously, we we spoke about this uh, during the day, but beforehand, um, that it was a it was a high possibility of seeing Drew at some point uh, during the show. We didn't necessarily. I didn't necessarily pinpoint it for this particular particular time. Um, I'm I'd be up for for seeing these two at, at SummerSlam, Gunther and Gunther and Drew at, at, at SummerSlam. Would you boys uh, agree with that? I, I predict we'd probably still see Gunther win it. Um, but I, I mean, yeah, it it would be a it would be a hell of a match. I I think. What 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 are you two thinking on that? Um. Yeah, I I didn't have him coming back here either. Yeah. I had it. Um, this probably would have been the third choice. I would have said Money in the Bank or during the World Heavyweight Championship match above this. Uh, yeah, I think we'll probably definitely get that match. But um, just like you say, I think I think Gunther still retains. So I think he breaks the record now. Mm-hmm. He has to. Yeah, and I just think it's it's just funny when people talk about Drew looks like he's leaving. He's not happy with his position. Well, he seemed pretty happy to be there, so. I think either they've resolved that or maybe he was just injured and he was just, you know, fixing himself up and getting better shape. Um, I'm surprised that he didn't turn heel, as I've said, but I think he'll still do that very soon. But I think he'll go through a phase of fighting for the IC title and then after a few failed attempts, because he's still that baby face, he then snaps and sort of turns heel. Um, Obviously, it would make sense to turn heel on Gunter because he is also a heel. But that would probably be where he leads to fighting the world heavyweight champion at the time. From that, well, it was nice. It's nice, yeah. <laughs> it's nice to see Drew again. It is nice to see Drew, and I'm um, just actually kind of relieved, to be honest, that he didn't decide to leave. You know, because uh, he's a WWE lifer. I'd like to think. Hmm. I, I was just, just, just on that. Um, on one of the points you made, Johnny, in terms of because again, we know what the UK crowd is is like, and obviously, we know. Drew isn't isn't English. He's not from London. He's, he's from Scotland and all that sort of stuff. But is you know a UK. This is a home show for for him. What would he have been booed even if he had come in and claimed Seth? Would that have been uh, just because? Do you know what I mean? It's is it one of those not to the same level, but obviously when they tried to, at Mania seventeen to turn Austin heel in Texas, it's like what like it's never going to happen. He's going to get cheered in. In, in his home, in a, in a home sort of town or a home country, sort of sort of mm. thing. Would 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 Drew have been, you know, would he have been able to turn heel at Money in the Bank? I, I, I'm just just posing that as a as a question. I guess maybe against Seth as someone that's that over, then potentially. But I think it probably would have been quite tough to do in in hindsight. But Jay, obviously, you're the you're the Seth guy on this. What's your what do you what do you think? Um, I just want Seth to be champion forever. 
<laughs> I know that's not possible. I know that's not possible. Um, no, I'm glad. Well, Drew said, well, uh, I read somewhere that Drew said that he didn't want to come back unless the story was right. So it's quite interesting that he sees this as the right story. Mm. Um, if if there is any truth behind that. So, um, no, I think I think he came back at the right uh, well, yeah, I, I would rather him come back into this and then turn heel later on down the road than, than come straight back as a heel. Yeah. I think, like like Johnny said, we need to see that that sort of the slow t the, the slow burn of the heel change, not the he just comes back and he is a heel. I, I want to. I think the crowd reaction of him turning would be better to see. Yeah, that yeah, makes makes sense um but yeah like i say we we predict or we if we had predicted we would have predicted this and got this one uh got this one right then we move on to cody rhodes versus dom dom um <laughs> uh this is one that actually me and uj got got wrong we saw no appearance in any way shape or form of, of brock lesnar um so to go to give their first reaction recap of this we will go to to johnny as you did predict cody rhodes would finish his story with dom with a uh, with victory <laughs> so um, what, what did you think yeah as i say there was a lot of uh heels in this that i predicted to win so it just made sense we needed someone from the baby face side to uh give a win for the fans and dominic having a match against uh, Cody Rhodes, I think, is a, a good thing for him as well. Obviously, because Cody's considered the... I guess if you go by the draft, that draft that didn't really do anything. Um, <laughs> he was the first draft pick, so that suggests that, you know, they have Cody Rhodes as that high regard. Um, for Dominic to have a match with him, I think um, it was kind of just a way of giving Cody a win before his match against Brock Lesnar. And I think, you know, Dominic obviously got the reception that you expect but all the focus was on uh, Rhea Ripley not him as you may have noticed <laughs> um but yeah that's that's nothing new <laughs> it, it was it was new for me <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um but yeah I mean I just feel like Brock Lesnar coming in is something which even I was thinking would happen you know but I think sometimes WWE fans need to pepper their expectations because this is WWE and like Brock Lesnar coming in, Randy Orton coming back, Andrew McIntyre all coming back on the same show in London just seems a bit uh, ambitious and Brock, I mean I don't know how much money you'd have to ask to get him over here but yeah, I think he should have made an appearance Tony Khan would pay it, just saying Yeah, he would, yeah, he would, yeah but I think um, it's probably in Cody's contract as well that he has to win more Top smashes end. than he has um yeah. and i think the fans majority would have been happy with that i would have found it really funny if uh, cody got beat but i was just thinking no they don't they wouldn't have cody lose to dominic they just no jay what was what was that uh reception for dom like in in person um not as bad as logan's i would say logan paul's reception was worse mm. um but yeah, he still got booed the shit out of um, chants of uh, Dominic's a wanker, Dominic's a virgin, um, <laughs> just, just any any UK 
chant that we would that we could do it it was going on um yeah just just dom trying to run away cody catching him i was adamant i was i really thought brock was going to be there i really thought he was i thought he was gonna cost cody the match dom was gonna get a big win over cody to almost like give him a bit more purpose in the judgment day. Like look, I I've beaten Cody Rhodes. Oh, all right. I've got help, but I I've, I've got that win over Cody Rhodes rather than being Rhea Ripley who. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> rather than, uh, rather than um, just being her, her little lap dog. Um, which yeah, sounds great, like a great job, by the way. He, uh, just, he's, <laughs> he's, uh, he's a great heel. He knows exactly what he's doing uh, to get the reactions he needs to get. And yeah, Cody won. Uh, Cody won. Cody won. And everyone was singing his uh, theme song as loud as they could. And the woe was just as loud after the match um, as it was before the match started. So yeah, yeah. Again, hard. it wasn't. It wasn't like a particularly like great match but uh i think there were things going on other things going like it was on the back of drew's return um so i think focus might have been elsewhere well focus definitely was elsewhere at ringside um but um <laughs> yeah it was it was it was a good match yeah i i i couldn't uh, think of much else to add than that you two haven't um the only one thing I will say with the ending, though, as well, um, I think I'll point this out to you, Stu. I'm pretty sure Dominic's leg was under the rope when he got pinned. Uh, they could mm. use that and bring that back as part of the storyline, going, well, you kind of cheated to win here. Yeah. Or that's why he, he didn't kick out because he didn't need to because his foot's under the rope. You know, that, that could be what they'll say. Oh, I didn't catch that. I didn't catch yeah. that. Uh, and yeah. that, that could, you know, he, he comes out crying and bitching and moaning about that on, yes. on Raw tomorrow night. Couple of weeks, uh, <laughs> couple, couple of weeks later, Cody is like, "Okay, let's have okay. let's have another match, and then we could have Brock yeah. turn up then, potentially." Because um, mm. I do think whether it is to cost Cody in a match against Dom or somebody, I do think we will see Brock attack him at some point. It makes sense to set up what will be their SummerSlam match, um, yeah. and yeah, I think that would that would be my way of my way of doing it but as i say me and uj got this got this wrong um yeah Johnny, you you know about the man finishing his story so you got the got the point for that yeah <laughs> much, much needed point but you uh you got a point so yes, that's it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um then uh after i'm just trying to think after this match we saw well, we were lucky to see, because we don't get to see him often, if you know, you know, that <laughs> um, possibly a spoiler towards, um, or a reaction, should I say, to a certain event, selling Wem or nearly selling Wembley out. John Cena made a surprise appearance, and I don't know how, I don't know how you describe it, teased that there's been conversations about WrestleMania happening in... In the UK, I don't. I mean, what? What are your? Well, I know what both your views are on uh, WrestleMania in the UK. But what? Uh, what did you think of this little sort of cooling off segment that didn't pull anything off? It just made people more rabid. But what? Uh, what was that like, Jay? Um, I mean, firstly, that the crowd was 
deafening. Um, I I almost missed this. Um, I said to you boys just off camera, I almost didn't miss this because I assumed they were going to start setting up for the women's money in the back ladder match and I'd have time to run to the toilet and get back before that match started. But just as I was about to go out the door, I heard the beginning of Cena's music. I thought, oh, they've got an advert for Cena. Then heard a massive pop, so ran back again. And um, I, I'm not going to say too much on it because I don't want to get my hopes up too much. But... I don't think you send John Cena out and get him to say what he said unless it's more than likely going to happen. There, there, there must have been conversations or talks in some way, shape or form, because like you say, that's mm -hmm. that's a big person to come out and make a big thing of it, isn't it, really? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, we've been teasing this for years, you know, and as, again, Cena is a big deal, and you wouldn't do that with him. But as we mentioned, the show coming up soon, you know, they need <laughs> as many names as they can to get the eyes on WWE. And they couldn't do it for at least three years because I think they've got there's rumors of uh, Minnesota, I think, for the year after next. And they've been discussing 2027 having Nashville. So maybe the one in between there, potentially WrestleMania 42 is what that would be. Um, but I'll believe it when I see it because I don't know, we've heard about this for so many years and the WWE fans, they prioritise the American fans and they won't be too happy with the WrestleMania at uh, what would be like 12 o'clock in the afternoon so I'll believe it when I see it Yeah, yeah. See, I, I'm still going to vie for 41 I'm gonna, because I know that Minnesota okay. hasn't been fully it hasn't been fully finalized so um right okay i'm um, i'm still gonna put all my eggs in one basket and 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 hope that it is it is wrestlemania 41 <laughs> but also as well just sorry Stu, just very quickly um bt sport literally told us this was going to happen a couple of days before didn't they they show, they sent they put the video out that says you never know who's going to show up at money in the bank with a wink face and it was Cena confronting oh confronting okay. Rose. yeah, so yeah. They, they they literally told us what was going to happen <laughs> yeah yeah mm. um yeah I I was just going to add on obviously just to finish up the finish up that segment that we got Grayson Waller come out and chat some nonsense and get hit, get hit with the AA which is you know that was that that was fine I, I think that was all it kind of needed to needed to be um i'd i'd like to see that grayson waller actually does something other than host the show for a bit um mm. but i think he's got an injured ankle yeah i think yeah, he's I, see, I, I saw i saw a report on that yeah um, um but, i don't think yeah. it'll be seen against grayson waller at summerslam by the way i think <laughs> no. that uh seen has already put over a young rookie this year we don't it doesn't need to do it again no. um and we're not going to see WWE WrestleMania in Australia. Um, as much as it's difficult to imagine it in the UK, Australia is about 14 hours behind um, the United States. So they're not going to, I don't think they would ever consider that because the time difference is huge compared to in the United States. And I think that is going to play a factor in it not happening there. Um, Grayson Waller more than holding his own against one of the best ever on the mic so i think that tells you how good he is at that as well and i think they did just to finish up on that i think it says says a lot that you know i don't necessarily think the you know sending 
Grayson Waller out because he's from Australia and he could tease that like oh come to come to Australia thing they they could have sent any heel out to have that conversation with with Cena but they obviously see something in in Grayson Waller to to put that spot on spotlight on on him so that's obviously bodes well for him him moving forward mm-hmm. um, so then we move on to the women's money in the bank match and Again, we had a clean sweep in our predictions of getting this wrong. Um, so that was that was really good. We uh, we all went for Trish, and that that didn't happen. Um, Jay, what were your what were your thoughts on this? This match was, in my eyes, incredible. I thought that match was brilliant. I thought it was the best women's and Money in the Bank ladder match I've ever seen, personally. Um, and there's an MVP in this match, and EO EO deserved to win. I said on the uh, podcast, um, my heart said Zelina, my head said Trish, but it should be EO. So congratulations to EO. But the MVP in this match, and she needs all the credit, is Zoe Stark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the blockbuster she delivered to Becky Lynch from the turnbuckle. Uh, not turnbuckle from that apron side of the ring was point perfect. Um, she took another fairly nasty move, can't remember what, but then she took the uh code red uh from Zelina Vega onto the other ladder as well. And yeah, uh, she really surprised me in, in that money in the bank ladder match. Um, again, Zelina Vega was great in it as well. Uh, I liked the ending. Um, very creative. Was very sure creative. Um, there was a point where I thought, oh no, Bailey's when Bailey pushed her off the ladder, I was like, okay, she's going to screw her over. But um, quite nicely, uh, Bailey still Bailey came to the press conference with Io, and she still had the handcuff on. <laughs> um. And damage control declared it as their briefcase. So I don't know what's going to happen there. Uh, I was talking to someone at Money in the Bank and they said it'd be quite different if uh, damage. I don't want to see this, but it'd be quite different if damage control came out to tag team champions, Liv and Mm. Raquel now, I guess, and said, we're cashing this in. But uh, yeah, they did declare it as, as damage control's briefcase. So. I don't know. Is that where the feud happens, where Bailey tries to cash in, and Eo's like, what, "What are you doing? Like, what, what, why are you doing this? This is my briefcase type thing." Well, you you say that, but as they went to walk out, Bailey went to pick up the briefcase, and Eo sort of yanked it back and was like, "No, yeah. I I did with this." But yeah. who knows? But it was uh, one of. Uh, we're going to talk about something else later on, but it was one of the best matches of the night, I think. Yeah, yeah. I um one thing that I I've just just remembered, or not just remembered, but thought of for this match that I wanted to mention, then made me think about something from the men's money in the bank match that we I missed or we missed to talk about. EO Sky and Butch both pulled off fantastic moonsaults. They did so yeah. clean, mm-hmm. so good. Um, you know, we know we know what EO can can do um i mean fair play to trish taking a like a hell of a lot of bumps in that match as well 
Um, yes. You know, and to have that instant bruise and cut out on her nose, and to be willing to carry on rather than just sit it out down the side yeah. as well. Yeah. So thank you, Trish, for that. Um, thank you, Trish. Yes. Thank you, Trish. <laughs> uh, Johnny, what did you, you think? Thank you, Trish, except for the fact you didn't win. So <laughs> when Trish was added into this match, before that, it would have probably made sense to say Eo Sky for the win here. And I think she's been favoured to win for a while, so we probably shouldn't be too surprised to see that. But, I mean, obviously, seeing her do it is still really nice that they actually have pulled that sort of trigger on her. Uh, hasn't fully pulled it yet. You know, she starts to maybe win the belt, but... They've obviously decided that, yeah, she's ready for that next level. And the handcuff spot was brilliant. As I say, you know, the creativity. Sometimes you wonder, can they do anything more creative? Can they have they run out of ideas? And then they come up with that. So that's good. I had wondered if Zoe was going to shock everyone and uh, handcuff Trish to the ropes for some reason. Just be like, got you, you know. Uh, we'd, we'd, we'd already seen <laughs> one point random pointless heel turn or turn on partners. They're probably saving that one for another, another week. <laughs> yeah. Um, and again, EO is very good. And anyone who hasn't seen much of EO's work, then watch the match at Backlash. It shows just how good she really is. And I think this Money in the Bank, I'd be surprised actually if the women's one is the one that's used first. I think the men's one might be cashed, used first, and the women's one probably will be the long one this time. Maybe EO waits till WrestleMania. Um, I imagine Asuka would be in the title picture at that point. And I think that's probably the match they're going to go for. I still maintain that if Eo, when she cashes in, it'll be declaring she's going to have this match, not cashing in when the champion's injured. I really do feel like she's going to go the proper way about it and let's declare this is when I want to have this match. Yeah, no, mm. ag agreed. And I mean, like I say, I, I wouldn't wouldn't add too much more to, to what both of you guys have said. I mean, I... I Having looked <clears throat> looked back, I, I looked back sort of about an hour or so ago, um, mm. just after we were we were talking about it, and maybe I was a little bit harsh on this match uh, when we first talked about it, and I sort of said, "I, I don't know if I would say it was a classic Money in the Bank match." And then I've I've gone back and I've I've watched some more highlights and I've watched certain bits again, and actually, you're, you're Jay, you're probably right. In terms of women's money in the bank matches, it's got to be up there in the top two or three. Yeah, like, I, I think you are you are probably right. And like, actually, looking at who was in it, this is what happens when you stick a load of really talented people mm. in, in one match. It, you're going to get something something pretty good. Um, a little clever spot where Weird Barrett was like, "Oh no, it was instinct." No, Billy didn't see what she was doing, so when she knocked her off the ladder, and you know the whole like. Really didn't see who it was instantly. She saw somebody and knocked her off the ladder. But it's like, no, she knew what she was doing. She's so. doing exactly what she's doing. But, mm. but we but know. Then, that... Sorry, I was just going to say, did you see, uh, did you catch Michael Cole's callback to that later on when uh, she climbed over Bailey and uh, yeah. Wade was like, what's she doing? And uh, mm -hmm. Michael Cole was like, oh, it's instinct. She she clearly didn't know it was Bailey. She was climbing over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, oh, and yeah, also, Zelina Vega is Amazing Red's cousin, which uh, yeah. for some yeah. reason Michael Cole brought that up. That shocked me. I was like, yeah. okay, right. Started to mention other other people in other promotions and yeah. other things. It's, yeah. But yeah, I, I didn't know that either. So that's quite. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that. That's quite cool. Um, but yeah, as I say, we all got this one wrong, which is, again is a very common theme for for this one. We we have not uh, not yes. uh, ourselves very very proud. 
Um, but not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. Absolutely not a bad thing. Not a bad thing at all. After this match, we moved on to Seth freaking Rollins versus Finn Balor for the World Heavyweight Championship. Jay, as is your boy, take it away. What did you think? And how deafening was the out the the sing along to Seth, Seth's theme? <clears throat> so <clears throat> the the woe was deafening, deafening. Um, you couldn't hear. If you were sitting next to someone and they started talking to you, you wouldn't have been able to hear them whilst whilst that was going on. And I love the way he just stands there and just commands it for until he's ready to get into the ring. Um, the actual match itself was kind of just Finn just stomping around on Seth's stomach for sort of 10 to 15 minutes. I think um, like the... I don't know if we spoke about it, but the the seven and a half years of um, wanting wanting waiting this and for this to happen, waiting yeah. for this to happen. I feel like it it didn't give the vibe of this has been brewing for for seven and a half years. Um, what I did like was the fact that Damian Priest made his intentions known quite quickly. Um, and essentially cost Finn the match, and then when Finn went to to um, Seth, uh, Damian went to go into the ring afterwards. Looked like he might potentially cash in, and Finn was like, "Well, you're you're not having my scraps." Um, yeah. But it, it pains me to say because I, you know, I love Seth, and I do love Finn Balor as well. But this match could have been so much more. Yeah, just, I wouldn't say I wouldn't. Sorry, I wouldn't say I was disappointed, but it it could have been a lot more. Yeah, so just just very very quickly before I come to come to you, Johnny, I uh, I did see this quote or analogy or what have you on on social media. So I'm just, I'm going to nick it. I can't remember who I saw it off, so I, I apologize. Um, but they they sort of said this this match felt like a fight, like two five star performers in a three star match. Like it, it was, it it wasn't an awful match in any way, shape, or form, but we know what these two can do, mm -hmm. and it, it didn't it didn't hit that in in my my view. But Johnny, what did what did you think? And can I just say, ladies and gentlemen, I have I have witnessed the undeniable Johnny Goldsmith singing along and leading tears, chants, and singing of Seth Rollins' theme song. There yes. we go. There <laughs> we go. Yeah. So uh, me saying no, I wouldn't. I'm not big fan of Seth Rollins. I don't get it. Um, no, I do get it. Yes, I, I get it. I understand. Um, it's took me a little while, but we're there now. And I'd still prefer Finn Balor to have won this, but yeah, when you're there and everyone's doing it, it's hard to resist getting involved and you know getting behind that sort of whole thing. So yeah, it's a shame Stu didn't film it. <laughs> um but um yeah like it did feel like this match was just anticlimactic you know it was like i was actually looking forward to this one probably more than the, uh, most of the other ones and then i just felt like is is that all we're getting you know they could have done another 15 minutes of that and i still feel like my heart was saying finn should win but logically it, it wouldn't make sense you know, and I need to think more along those lines of like it wouldn't make sense, especially when he's just won the belt. 
but he could lose it tonight by Damien Priest cashing in or something. But Finn winning, I guess, at this moment, this isn't the right call. Although, as I would have liked, if they were going to have as like as a final match between the two, I don't feel like this they could have done so much better here. Yeah, and I, I, yeah. I, I was I, I was thinking this um, earlier, and I I don't know if it was just how I felt as I was watching it, or if uh, if you you two felt felt the same. It almost felt a little bit like one of those matches where, like I say, some of the action was good and it, you know, it was fine. But then Priest came out, and so that gave the kind of almost thought or expectation of, right, we're going to get a cash in after the match or during the match or something like that. Then we didn't get it during the match, and then the match ended, and then it didn't happen. It, it sort of it almost felt like we were waiting for the end of the match to see something happen. And then that didn't happen either. And you're kind of left with an okay match and then like just nothing happening after, after that, if that, if that makes sense. But again, I don't know if that was just, mm -hmm. if, if we'd witnessed a five-star classic and then Priest didn't cash in, we probably wouldn't talk about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I wonder if just because the match didn't quite hit them expectations, we were waiting for, something to make it more memorable but yeah so that might have just been might have just been me as i was as i was thinking about it yeah no uh, no I, mm -hmm. I agree <laughs> but for predictions sake okay me and you both went with seth rollins that did give us another point um say so johnny you went for went for finn so yeah nil trois for you on this one i'm afraid mm -hmm. Still not a big fan of Finn Balor's random masks, though. Um, I don't. Really I really understand. like. I really like that mask. I thought that mask <laughs> was really cool. I just don't know how he can see. Like, how do you see through that? <laughs> that's, that's that's true. I mean, I mean, it, it's one of those. I I like it. I like the thought behind it, and I like the design of it. But do it every do it every time, so it makes a bit yeah. more sense. Just doing it for because he doesn't do it for every pay per view either. So mm. even if it was just a case of that was his pay-per-view attire that would make sense but doing it every every couple just seems does seem a bit a bit peculiar um now main event time it was the bloodline civil war the usos versus roman and solo we all went for the usos we were all right um jay talk us through entrances and acknowledgments and final boss vibes of roman reigns so first obviously the usos came out first to like amazing cheers everyone singing down since day one um and then roman comes out with baby uso solo sokoa um roman sticks his one up a lot more people were still sticking their ones up than you you might have thought would have done. Mm -hmm. Um the match itself, like they the bloodline put on a match. It doesn't matter who's involved and you think, okay, that was great. They they can't get any better. Like mm -hmm. the, the, there will never be anything like this match. And then they go out and they do it again. And I know we talk about other promotions and like Omega Osprey's putting on, but they're they're putting on clinics. This is cinema. This is yeah. like the whole storyline 
how it's evolved over three years. And to spike, to take a spike and a spear at the same time. Which looked brilliant, by the way. Looks so and then, clean. And then have your brother spiked and put on top of you. And then you both kick out. And then you get speared again. And you kick out. And then you deliver about 75 super kicks. And back to where it all started. And where Roman took his first pin in WWE with Jimmy in the corner and Jay uh, splashing over him. That not, I really liked that little callback. That was really to, clever. Really um, cool. And 1,294 days, and that man, the tribal chief, is not invincible. He can be beaten. Yeah. Uh, the, the whole thing, phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. And again, just just before Johnny, you uh, you give your your view just before I while I remember, um, I obviously didn't catch this um, watching it because I wasn't looking out for it necessarily. Um, but I have seen a video since, and you can quite clearly I don't know I don't know the last word, but you can quite clearly see Roman say I want to say he says love you Oos, as Jay's pinning him, but you can see him say. Love, I think they love you, but I think he says I love you, Jay. But it's, I it's, well, it's yeah, it, mm-hmm. it, but he's it, the the key bit is he says I love you, but I, I I just don't know if he says ooh, so he could say Jay or whatever at the the end of it. But like again, we've said it time and time again that the and it says a lot for where Romans come or how far Romans come. They're like the character he plays on TV to the man that he actually is outside of that, you know, is, is really, is, is, is impressive. I, I think, but, um, yeah. Johnny, what was your, obviously we, what, what were your, your views on this? Uh, quality. Yeah. Um, it's difficult to find any flaws in this storyline. It is just cinema at its finest. It's all, working the way the storyline should the one who started this with roman is it hasn't ended it yet i don't know what happens next but certainly the right the end of this chapter here was the right way to have uh, jay pin him and we all said that jay should probably pin roman and uh, that's exactly what happened first time in nearly four years he's been pinned by anybody and uh, this time it was uh, not against Baron Corbin after getting uh, dog food poured on him. It was uh, an actual end to a proper good storyline here. And Solo getting wiped out the equation by jumping through the table. Very basic wrestling idea doing that, but it worked. And then just Roman's facial expressions in general, you know, just so, so underappreciated. Every time he does any move, every single move, every single facial expression means something when he does it and it was just a fantastic match and have the right you, team won have you seen that video of roman sat uh yes. against the apron yeah and i've seen that yeah it's, yeah it's amazing so, one thing i will say is if solo and roman ever decided to be it's a tag team permanently that finishing move that they do was the spike and spear like that that is a brilliant finishing move you know that's yeah. that's what i would have them do as their signature finisher if they were going to do more of these matches yeah 
yeah you, you say obviously well, you're not quite sure where where it goes goes next do you see it leading to a you know a jay roman match at, at SummerSlam, which i i don't i don't think as much as i've said it before there'd be there's there is a, a part of me and quite a big part of me actually that would love to see jay uso win the world title from roman and really mm -hmm. go full full circle with it I, I i don't see that being being where where they go with it um but I think it. I, I think, think, think storyline-wise, that has to be the way it goes. Jey Uso still to me is just a tag team wrestler, though. I don't know, and a solo run, solo run, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> I I don't see that being. It just doesn't sound like it would make sense to me having a tag team yeah. wrestler become world champion. But if anyone deserves it, it is him. I just I feel like when that match does happen. It'll still be the same outcome, and Roman yeah. will come out on top. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. Uh, Jay, what are you yeah. thinking? Um, at this moment in time, I don't know if I'm just coming off the, just coming off the hype of the back of everything that we've just seen. Um, but I don't think now this isn't me locking in a prediction. We'll do our predictions episodes. <laughs> I'm going to go on record now and say I don't think. Roman Reigns walks out of SummerSlam as champion. Right now, I think Jey Uso does it. I think Solo turns at SummerSlam and he spikes Roman. I think Solo only goes as far as SummerSlam. Um, and then Jimmy, I, I don't think he does it clean. I don't think he does it clean at all, but I think his brothers help him. Mm -hmm. ref, ref gets knocked down. Jimmy super kicks him. Solo's walking around the ring. Paul Heyman runs away. Roman is literally left alone. He's got he's got no one. And they say, you finish this, Zeus, and you finish it now. And whether he has a long run or not, it doesn't matter because... He'll have the Ro rob for beating Roman anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He, he's already beaten him in a... not So it's 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 something that can be done because we we saw it last night yeah roman can be beaten and he can be pinned by jay uso so at this moment in time i think it goes as far as SummerSlam, and then roman takes a bit of time off Thor thoroughly deserved time off but um that's as far yeah. as i think it goes yeah. right right now it could i mean and we, we spoke about it last week i think yeah. i know it's something we've definitely discussed could now we see over the next few weeks because Roman has taken this pin now, that he becomes more paranoid, that he can be beaten, and he becomes more—I I don't want to use the word abusive—but more controlling of Solo, and more, you know, that way towards the, the way that he was towards the Usos, <clears throat> towards Solo, and that's like you say, what we see at SummerSlam, where Solo's just like, nah, like I'm, I'm not taking you, shoving me in the face, or you know doing all this stuff on um, i am going to put you that put you out now um which would be incredible it would be would be fantastic but i'm gonna i'm gonna wait for a couple of weeks and see where see where the land lies before oh yeah that's that's not me locking in a prediction that's just just saying at this moment that's where my head is yeah yeah um no but like i say we were 
that was five five points for me and you, Jay. Johnny finished with finished with four. So um, that was yeah. that, that was the uh, the outcome outcome of that as a as an overall premium live event. Were we sports entertained by this event? Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. I yeah, agree. I would say so. Again, the World Heavyweight Title match could have been better, but besides that, I think we're yeah, yeah, very good. Yeah, agreed. Mm. Um, ha- before we move on, actually, no, we'll we'll do this this part next. I think as it is still about the uh, about the pay per view. So obviously, I posed a few questions to you boys a little earlier. So we're going to look at our match of the night, the oh my god moment of the night, the best entrance, biggest feel good moment the coolest look and the greatest performer of the night. So Johnny, we'll start with you first match Mm -hmm. of the night. And I think probably all three of us might have the same answer for this, but match of the night, Johnny, what have you gone for? It has to be the civil war match. Yes. That's what I went for. That's what I went for. Mm -hmm. Jay. I did. I did say the bloodline civil war match, but I feel like a lot of, credit needs to be given to those six women in that money in the bank ladder match oh uh, yeah ab- absolutely yeah, yeah ab- absolutely so uh, yeah we all all went for the for the civil war moment uh the oh my god moment of the night jay what did you go for um i couldn't narrow it down i've got three sorry i could <laughs> i couldn't narrow it down um so code red from zelina vega to zoe stark yeah uh john cena and Roman getting pinned. Yeah, Johnny, what did you? Uh, what did you have? Um, I would have said Pete Dunne's moonsault was up there. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've seen him do that before, so I was like, oh, I, well, I, okay, I, there we go. I've, <laughs> I've seen him. Moon, I've seen him moonsault, but not from you know, not, not not from ladders. Um, yeah, I'll give it to Pete Dunne. Yeah, I I went for Roman being pinned. I just think mm-hmm. for for the length of time that he's not been pinned um best entrance jay what did you uh, what did you go for uh i've put i've given the reason next to it as well i said la night for the pop yeah yeah cool yeah yeah johnny what did you uh, what did you go for uh, i'm just trying to think through the entrances i mean obviously la night's entrance was uh great as always um but everyone singing Cody Rhodes' theme song was impressive, so I'll give it that one. <laughs> yeah, so I, I obviously can't uh, can't criticise too much because I had uh, I had two answers for this. I obviously the pop for Cena was was huge, um, mm. and again, despite the fireworks and the pyro being in the wrong place, Co- Cody's entrance was was phenomenal. So I think I would go for for Cody or, or Cena in uh in that in that category uh jay biggest feel good moment cena london mania yeah yeah fair fair answer johnny what did you uh uh roman getting pinned yeah yeah so my... that, that is a really feel good moment yeah the final boss has been conquered like you know, brilliant. brilliant so yeah my, my answer kind of went along the same lines as that um i i just put no uso turn because i ju- there was just something in the back of my mind 
as um uh, as Jimmy was underneath the bottom uh, underneath the turnbuckle as Jay hit the splash that Jimmy mm. was going to roll up onto the top and hit a splash on top of Jay and that like just just at that moment I was like I don't want to see it I don't, don't want to see that that happening um so actually for them two to stand together as as brothers for me was was a real feel good moment uh coolest look jay what did you uh what did you go for rear ripley yes that's where i went to um, <laughs> johnny what was your oh well i mean uh because obviously i'm a very outfit connoisseur uh rear ripley you know she really pulled off that outfit well yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes yeah Absolutely. i mean uh, so again i i kind of had two answers for this because i i put i had ria but then i put a bit of a question mark because i wasn't sure if i'd be allowed to pick ria because she wasn't technically in a match but mm -hmm. damien priest's outfit for his entrance looked incredible as well looked yes. really cool but yeah, yeah mammy looked looked a million dollars as per so that was that's for me um greatest performer where jay where are you going um again i couldn't narrow this down so i've got five <laughs> um because well zoe stark i i also i i i can't lie i had three so um, I, and zoe stark yeah. was one of my zoe stark was one of mine and then because they all tell the story, because they all deserve the plaudits, solo Jimmy, Jay and Roman. Yeah, fair. Uh, so I, I I had Zoe Stark. Then I thought I couldn't leave out Jay Uso. But again, all four guys, any of them could have, could have had it. I also, just as a, not an outside one, but I, I did have Logan Paul in there, just as a, again, that kind of, He's committed to a hell of a lot of bumps and a lot of in-ring action as someone that isn't a full-time talent. Mm. Um, but so I would potentially go, if I was going to cut it down and get myself all three of these in, I would say my money, men's money in the bank MVP would have been Logan Paul. Women's, I probably would have given to Zoe Stark because I thought she was, it, she had a really solid performance. And yeah, Jay was was fantastic as well mm. johnny what are your what are your thoughts hard to argue with that i mean i'm <laughs> glad he said logan paul because i had thought he's very very good like you know he played his role as perfectly as he could have and any member of the bloodline you know all of them incredible but i will say logan paul because i just think a bit more uh, obviously, all the attention is on the bloodline, but I feel like you know he needs some credit for that because he did it so well. Yeah, yeah, fair yeah. enough. Um, have you boys got any further thoughts on either the pay per view or what we may see on Raw tomorrow night? Um. Nothing on the pay-per-view, just I'm um, I'm very keen and interested to see Damien Priest in this briefcase. Yeah, mm -hmm. agreed. Yeah. I, I did think, and I thought this as we were talking earlier, I, I've said countless, countless times, I do not want to see a breakup in the Judgment Day or anything like that. I don't want to see it. However, if they were going to do it, Dom winning last night, 
would have been the perfect opportunity to do it because you could have had them come out and basically say, Damien's won money in the bank. I've just beat Cody. Mammy's women's world champion. Finn, what have you done? You lost last night. Like, what What do you bring to this? But I, I don't see that. They're, I, I don't necessarily want that to happen because I, lo- I want to keep the judgment day, but I don't see how they can mm. really do that with Dom losing last night as well. Just to mm. just to jump in as well, um, when when the time is right, I am more than okay with Damian Priest taking the belt from Seth. I'm I am I am okay with that. Like completely fine. Mm-hmm. It would it would be a clip that clip that clip it for when it happens and he's fuming. Can we, uh, can we yes. have I did say I did say when the time's right. <laughs> the time could be wrong for the next four years. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Johnny, anything, anything from you? <laughs> the LA Night Wave is not going to stop, right? Yes, he did win money in the bank, but my guy is not getting uh, any momentum shifted here. He's going to go into SummerSlam against Logan Paul, get a lot more notoriety, a lot more eyes on him, and he is going to have a great year. And I think Austin Theory, the megastar, is going to take that belt off your little waist. So just be ready for that. I can totally see that. Yes. Can can LA Knight afford to lose that match at SummerSlam against Logan Paul? Does he need to win it? Yes, he does. Yeah, Logan I... Logan has had like not he hasn't got many wins, has he? You know, he's won no. twice and he's he's lost more than he's won, hasn't he? I think he's all right with that though. Yeah. Well, I think he's all right with that. Um, I... if it's for a championship, I think Logan Paul would win, but I think for a match like this he needs he needs LA Knight to go over, and and I think I think it's one of those, isn't it? Uh, we've seen that Logan Paul can disappear for a bit, literally come back and be inserted into a big match because he's Logan Paul. So if he was to if he was to lose against LA Knight and disappear for three months, he could come back and be straight into something. So whereas I think as much as the LA Knight wave is alive and kicking at the minute you wouldn't want him to take too many defeats in big matches you know because that will probably ruin some some credibility Mm -hmm. but we have come to the the end of our recap show jay where can we find you on social media so you can find me on Instagram at JE Wrestlegram where I am trying to post more frequently. And if you haven't seen, uh, I know these guys have seen, but if you go on there, you will see a lovely photo of all three of us in the flesh together at yes. last. We are and, real. <laughs> and you can also find me on TikTok, JE WrestleTok, uh, where I've now moved to another target where I'm trying to get two and a half thousand uh, followers before SummerSlam, which is about five weeks away. Um, it's I'm 350 odd followers away from that. So if I could do that before before SummerSlam, that'd be great. Love that. Love that. Johnny, where can we find you? Find me on TikTok at Johnny Goldsmith. And uh, before SummerSlam, if I can get to 20k, that would be nice. Uh, I think it's something around the 400-ish mark that I need to get. So we're pretty close to each other, Johnny and me, here in terms of target. Yeah. So uh, let's see. 
if one of us can, or both of us, ideally, can get there. Yeah. Um, so that'd be nice. And again, Johnny underscore Goldsmith on underscore on uh, Instagram as well. Superb. And I am that wrestling gram on Instagram, slowly trying to build up a following and post a little bit more regularly on there. But my main social is my TikTok, that wrestling guy at TWG1991. Would love 5K before SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm about 120 ish away from that. So that would be that'd be amazing okay. if I could hit hit that for SummerSlam. But as usual, thank you boys for joining and thanks everyone for listening. And we will catch you very, very soon. Take care, everyone. We also have a snapback to TikTok. Yes. Now that's a really good point. That's a really good yes. point. Yeah. <laughs> good. Good. I will snapbacks uh, and beards. Yes, please. Yeah. Snapbacks and beards on TikTok. We'll post everything about the podcast and you can catch up with what what we've got coming up, shows we've had and everything to do with what we've got going on. So go follow us. And as as I said, thank you, everyone. And we will speak to you all very, very soon.